2: Welcome to the Cultivating Success Podcast. Jeff Sofer and Jonathan Wolfson are brothers and business partners of the top landscaping company, Nature's Experts. Nature's Experts is home to six companies that cater to all your outdoor needs. To learn more about Jeff and Jonathan, simply visit us at www.naturesexperts.com. On the podcast, Jeff and Jonathan bring together other business owners and entrepreneurs to share with you how they developed a prosperous company and how you can too. You will gain insights and meaningful advice on creating the building blocks to success and longevity in the entrepreneurial realm. And now, here are your hosts, Jeff Sofer and Jonathan Wolfson.
0: Stephanie, thank you for joining us on the Cultivating Success podcast. Thank you for
1: having me. Good morning.
0: It is our pleasure. We're excited to have you here. We always like meeting new different people that can bring value to our listeners and really kind of shed insight for us even too as um, you know, business owners and entrepreneurs of how we can continue to grow and develop our, and cultivate our business. So Stephanie, please tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do.
1: Awesome. So yeah, I'm Stephanie Menji and I'm an art business mentor. So basically what that is, is that I help artists um, sell their artwork, create strategies for growing their businesses, and I coach them throughout that journey. Um, so that they're able to create profitable careers with their creative work and their careers.
0: Oh, interesting. You, so I'm guessing you have to be an artist yourself also, I'm guessing, right?
1: Yes, I was at one point for a very long time before I decided to transition and go all in helping artists with their um, careers.
2: So you did the creative part and now
0: you're doing the business part. That's right. So what kind of art do you actually like to do?
1: So I went to art school for um, art photography. So I did that for some time. I also did a lot of graphic design and somewhere in between, I was uh, creating collages and basically artwork that combined both of those mediums. Uh, so in my early 20s, I did a lot of shows involving those things.
0: Very interesting. So where did you grow up exactly? Like, how did you get into doing like your whole art and your creative like nature? Like, where did it really come from?
2: Yeah. And how did you even discover that you had it in you to be a quote artist?
1: Well, I think... It wasn't just
2: doodling or doing something just as a kid. How did you really formally like want to go into that as a way of making money?
1: Yeah. Well, I think for most artists, it does start um, when you're a child. So, you know, you have some kind of interest, you like drawing. I had always been creative, but I think another aspect of my creativity was that my dad was a graphic designer. So um, I grew up seeing him designing things. Uh, The first computer I ever used was the the 1994 Macintosh. So I had like very early start with like graphic design with those things. And then as I got older, um, actually, my mom, she was going to nursing school while I was a kid and she happened to take an art appreciation class. So as a family, she had to finish these assignments. My dad was a artist um, in some way. We would go to the museums, and I think that's where it really clicked for me, where um, it wasn't just doodling on a piece of paper, but there yeah. were artists, you know, creating these beautiful works, beautiful exhibits in in museums, and then we were um,
2: inspired.
1: Of course, of course. And then fast forward a few years, I end up working at an art museum as a teenager. And that just kind of kept uh, escalating my desire to not only be creative, to be an artist, but to actually make a career out of it.
0: Well, they always say you want to try to figure out how you can mix exactly what your interests are and to figure out that's really what you should be passionate about. Like, if that's what you're passionate about, you should try to make it into a business. So how did you really transition from the art into a business, really? Yeah.
1: So, um this was after college, right? I thought that I had everything planned out, that I was going to go out and create artwork and work at a museum and, and do like the corporate side of things and the creative side. But then um, things never go as planned <laughs> in your 100%. in your 20s. And um, I actually landed a job in marketing as a graphic designer for a textile company. And it just so happened that that textile company worked very closely with artists to license their um their creations and their artwork to the fashion world, to um, the textile world. And I started seeing how these artists, they were creating fine art, but on fabric. And I started thinking, well, I never got to learn any of that stuff in college. I never um, understood business. I never had a way of really doing this. So I really jumped right in. I started learning more about marketing, business. I really really immerse myself into the business world. And after a few years of really doing that, that's when I thought, okay, I think this is a time to combine those skills that I've learned in business with all of the creative things, because there aren't really many resources for artists that want to grow their businesses. You either know the creative side really well, and then you're out into the wolves trying to figure things out, or
2: you're really good gonna, at business. <laughs> I was going to say to you, sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. I was going to say to you, you know, I think that being an artist, I mean, first of all, it's like doctors, most doctors they say are not great business people. So it seems like artists, could they fall into the same category where it's like, you know, usually an artist, you think of someone creative, they really don't necessarily have like this astute business mind or do they?
1: Yeah, I think there is some truth to what you're saying, how uh, most artists, they want to just focus on the creative aspect of things because yeah. that's your passion. Yeah. That's what you love. Um, but then in a world where social media is so important, um, personal branding and really you being able to sustain yourself with your passions, the business side is also very important unless you just want to do it as a hobby. But if, if you want to do it as a living, you have to know the business aspect of things. So
2: are you a unicorn in your
0: in your space, in your industry?
1: I guess you would say somewhat, <laughs> yeah. somewhat of a unicorn. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I guess I think what would be really interesting is that, you know, you're in an industry that isn't well-traveled by most, I would say, right? There's a probably like really big, you know, companies that are out there that sell art, yeah. right? And then there's artists who sell their art. But then there's probably not a lot of people particularly like you who really can connect artists with processes of scaling their art to become it more of a career. Does that count, sound correct? Yep. So how, I guess, really did you first implement like that very first customer, the very first artist, the very first uh, entrepreneur, because an artist really is an entrepreneur because we're creating it for other people. How did you really start that process of really helping someone?
1: So at the beginning, I did a lot of research because I thought if I'm going to go into this, I want to make sure that the product that I'm delivering is not only good, but I'm actually able to help somebody because in the end, this is it's a, it's a service that I'm doing. So um, I went on a lot of Facebook groups to survey artists. I started conversations one-on-one to see what was going on. And I even worked with some of my close friends who were, to artists. Ask, who were artists, yes, to ask them like, yeah. okay, what are the things that you feel are lacking? If you could make a living uh, from your artwork, you know, what are some things that you would want to learn? And then from there, and of course, mixed with my own experiences, I started to create uh, different sure. frameworks and processes. Um, and then as far as jumping in and getting that first customer, again, did a kind of guerrilla style. I started networking and meeting people on social media, on, on Facebook groups. And I actually started doing um, small webinars in Facebook groups. And then from there, I was able to um, get my, my first customer and um, scale it from there.
0: Well, I love the fact that you really use all of the different tools that are available. And and it seemed more like it was more of an organic process through exploration. Are you talking about the tools from social media? Just all the tools that are available. You know what I mean? Like, you know, people, resources, know-how, using the internet, social media platforms. You're using all of these different things. Um, that you've learned, and you've really seemed to build on all of them, and all of then those, explore
2: all of them, and all of those things were didn't cost her any money. You
0: know, it was her time, but she didn't pay for any of those things. So that's, right. that's good. You know, I I really admire the fact that you really kind of saw that you wanted to do something, didn't really know how to do it, besides continuing to learn, continuing to network, continuing to explore the process or whatever. And the thing is, is that. The webinars that you hosted, you probably learned just as much as the people that you were probably teaching because they were asking you the kind of questions that you needed to have answered by like, you know, the real people that are out there to actually help you formulate your process. I have a little bit of a silly question.
2: How do these artists, maybe you think of this, John, what do you think of this question? You know, most artists they say are starving, you know, starving artists that, you know, don't really have any particular clients or customers yet. Um, how do those artists pay you? Because you need to be paid by them so you can teach them. So was that something that you thought of? And is that like the real issue?
1: Yes. Um, I think I hate the stigma of the starving artist yeah. because yeah. most people believe because it, that phrase has been around so long. They think that yeah. most creative people are artists. They're just sitting in a dark room creating <laughs> artwork and and that's it, of being like bohemians. But uh-huh. um, in the reality, most artists have um, professions outside of, outside of art. I've worked with oh, a I lot see. of um, teachers. Their income. Yeah. yeah, I've worked with a lot of teachers. Um, some of my clients have been in the fashion industry. They've had um, other side businesses. So I would say that even though that stigma is around, most artists are not really starving. It's just that they haven't made that... Um, that dream of making their art career as big as they want
2: available. I'm glad I asked the question because then you can clear that up. So, I mean, I would have no idea that most of them supplement their income now because yeah, you do think of most artists as like pining away at their craft and they love what they do and they're so creative and do all these beautiful things and, you know, they just don't have any money yet. So that's very interesting.
0: So what do you think uh, moving forward? I wanted to know, you know, so now I think we've gone through how you've kind of bootstrapped your business, how you really took all of the different resources that were available, which really wasn't many besides the know-how and knowledge of just exploration to learn, continue to find more answers, look for different people to connect with, you know, so from that to where you are now, what do you think is like your biggest professional accomplishment you've, you've kind of obtained so far?
1: I think um, at the top of my mind, most recently, now that things are starting to open up, I was able to host an art and entrepreneurship workshop at um, a local university. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, um, Florida Atlantic University. Yes. yes. And that actually came through those early days of networking right before the pandemic. I, um, I went to an event. I met somebody from the Broward Cultural Department, and I expressed my interest and um, you know, two, three years later, they reached out and um, I was super excited to go out there and teach artists about marketing and branding and sales in person. And, and that has been something that I would love to explore further in the future.
0: That really is amazing. Uh, and that really yeah. is an unbelievable accomplishment because you know, you know, reflecting what we've, we've talked about so far, you literally learned whatever you could just by being outgoing, Talking to different people, you know, asking all of these different questions, you know, creating these webinars where, like, you know, there's a there's a basic principle of the topic that you have a good knowledge of, but you know, a lot of information that's out there doesn't really kind of ever it never really closes the loop. It never really gives like all the final answers. Right. You tend to start giving the information that you have, and then as people start asking you different questions or whatever, you learn more about it because you're like, oh, that's a good question. That question actually makes me think this or whatever. So what an interesting, cool uh, exploration and learning process that you really created well, for yourself. She's
2: blazing a new trail, like in her space, absolutely. You know what I mean? And that's really a major thing. I don't, did you even realize that you were blazing a new trail?
1: No, actually, that, that's a great way of putting it. But uh, yeah. no, because everything I've done so far, it's, it's been out of um, like my passion for helping people, my passion for creativity. And um, I always tell the artists and that I work
2: curiosities,
0: with, your yeah, my curiosities, your natural curiosities. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
0: that's amazing. Really very admirable. Really more people should you know, take this as something where, what else can I do? How else can I do it? You know, what is, um, you know, my next, you know, step in life or whatever? How can it really, you know, benefit me moving forward to, you know, become the best kind of, you know, entrepreneur I can be and help the most amount of people? Cause ultimately, how you help people is how much money you make. You know, it's not just from helping yourself and learning more stuff or whatever. The stuff that you learn, you have to apply it so you can actually benefit other people so you can be paid something. For sure. So, um, As you're continuing to grow your business or whatever, you know, how do you really seem to find more knowledge? Like, do you read a lot? Do you um, attend other webinars and you kind of learn from doing those? Like, what's the way that you've continued to increase your education in the the industry?
1: Yeah, I I personally love reverse engineering, Um, different strategies. That people in different industries are using. So right now, I've been very interested in the, the tech industry because it's really moving moving fast. Um, especially the the bootcamp scene because it works very similarly to the info product what online you education.
0: Yeah, educate an old old guy like me, huh? Like,
1: um, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, programming bootcamps and tech bootcamps that teach people how to become programmers, UI UX designers. Um, so basically, boot camps so are that, a very. Is that,
0: is that a kind of a new word for like certification, kind of? Um,
1: in a way, yeah. So these have been around for a couple of years now, and they're a very accelerated way of people being able to um, get these professional skills in technology but um, in a few weeks and, and months compared to going to college and being in school for four or five years for computer science. I think that's a very interesting space and a lot of people are taking advantage of that. So I love to see what kind of strategies they're using to try to apply it in, in my industry. I also read a lot. I don't know if you can see here on camera, but this bookshelf, I've probably read like a good 85% of all these books. am going to conferences Um, I
0: love to read also too. And I'm actually the same way where I actually kind of like to uh, really surround myself by knowledge. And you almost like, if you see a book that's good, even though you've like read so many, you have, I'm sure a whole bunch that you haven't read yet. You just don't know what's going to spark your interest at the exact time that you finish a book. And then to the exact time that you start another book or whatever, you might just feel a little bit different. That's why you just like, for me, literally whenever I'm at the library, or if I'm online, or I see a book that or whatever that interests me or whatever, I'm like, I got to buy it, got to have it just I, I don't know when I'm going to need it exactly, or how I'm going to use it or whatever, but I'm the same way or whatever.
1: I love it. I think the more you learn, uh, the more wholesome your life gets, the, the more you earn over time. So it's, it's definitely something that I'm always doing.
0: So I am not very familiar with these business boot camps. So I have a couple questions, actually. So a business bouquet seems really like a great idea. So it's, it's not a certification. It is really more of a in-depth, longer term crash course of learning applicable industry knowledge for whether you're in the tech industry, whether you're in the art industry or anything of that nature. Does that sound right? Yep, that's correct. So how do people find something like that? Because I don't know that actually. And I love to learn. I love to learn new things or whatever. And really, you know, as far as myself being an entrepreneur and Jeff and us having all of these different businesses, you know, we have to be really, really well skilled at a lot of different things. So business bootcamp really could be helpful with us. Like, how do you find one or um, the one that you're specifically looking for? Obviously yours are more interested towards art and sales and marketing and all of that stuff. So how did you like find any of those?
1: So um, with the business ones, ever since I I started my business, I've been very interested in this one marketer. His name is Russell Brunson. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he is probably one of the best marketers out there. And he actually hosts many of these boot camps and masterminds and... Surprisingly enough, I found some of these through Facebook ads, some of the early business boot camps that I took myself to um, expand my knowledge were through a quick Facebook ad or a quick webinar, I checked them out and um, did my research, of course, to make sure that it was what I was looking for, and um, started practicing some of the techniques that they, they taught. So I think with a quick Google search, I think um, if you're looking for tech skills, those are a little bit more available. Because everybody wants to be in the tech scene nowadays, but with business ones a lot of the times, if you um, know one person or follow one person that's in that scene, you'll most likely fall into um, that circle of other business uh, coaches and boot camps that are available
0: so sitting here like listening to all this information it's making me think i'm like why do, why don't you have your own business boot camp? It really could be a way where you add another vein of revenue, and you can either teach artists to be able to sell and market their own material and or obviously use you and sell and market their own material through you, obviously. It seems to me like it's almost like kind of synergistic. No one's really kind of done that. No one's really showed them you know, how they can you know, increase their own revenue with their own product. Because you know, a lot of times when people are starting out, they want to do things the most inexpensive, easiest way possible to make the most amount of money they think. And typically doing it all by yourself doesn't actually yield you the most amount of money. Uh, It just gives you the most amount of aggravation. So have you ever thought of doing something like that?
1: Recently, I think that's something that I have been considering. Perhaps in my next uh, three to five year goal, that could be something that's that's coming soon.
0: Very cool. Very, very, very cool. And um, do you really only work locally with certain artists or do you actually work like all across the United States? Like how do you actually find your the right customer for you?
1: Yeah, actually, I've worked with people all over the country, actually all over the world. I've had uh, customers in Australia. Um, I've had uh, one of my favorite customers. She's all the way in Alaska. She lives in a ski town in Alaska. And um, a lot of the times uh, (laughs) my artists, they they find me online through either ads or through a quick webinar or through word of mouth, which is my favorite (laughs) way for them to find me. So it's really um, amazing. All the ways that you word can get customers. Of, word
0: of mouth and organically people finding you through referrals or whatever will never get old. And it was really going to always be the best way to actually, you know, earn someone's business is through referrals is just by doing a really unbelievably great job and having a raving fan of you that think that you did such a good job that they just have to tell somebody else. That's when one customer turns into two, two customers turn into four, so on and so forth. For sure. So I know you were going into the last thing I'd like to touch on or whatever because I feel like we've we've talked about how you've developed your own business, how you've kind of created this industry need of trying to help more artists, you know, besides just you know put your uh, art on this particular site and kind of expand on that. To now, what is really your goal that you want to accomplish? I know you said before the business bootcamp thing. You're like you've been thinking about that and how you can apply that towards. Um, you know, the future of your business, like what do you see for the next three or five years in your business?
1: I would love to start doing more in-person, uh, workshops to get the local community more involved. Like I said, I've been working a lot with people all over the country, but I'd love to expand in that way. And then potentially in the future, maybe have, um, events where I can travel to different locations and have these, these rooms with artists in local art studios or, um, in residency programs teaching them these hands-on skills. Because uh I just love the one-on-one relationships that you can build when um when everybody's sharing those ideas in in one room.
0: That is awesome. Like what would you want to exactly what is like do you want to have different courses for different things or you want to have like a whole portfolio. So you really want to take this more, it sounds like, to you know having two real businesses. One of quote, you know, helping artists and selling art and marketing it. And then the other one is really to be helping people through selling art and marketing and giving them the tools and resources. Does that sound all right?
1: Yeah, definitely. That
0: is really, really, really cool. I'm, we're actually thinking um, along the same lines. So when you said that or whatever, I'm like, you know, we started this podcast. We are writing a book actually right now, you know, have been thinking a lot of those same things as far as like, you know, what is really next? And, you know, we have scaled our business to a certain level right now. And, you know, you do definitely get to a certain point where you're like, you know, what is next? More is more. But you've also like, you want to figure out what's going to actually make you happy with what you're doing versus what is going to give your customers the best value also too. And going through a constant state of evolution and education personally really helps feed the, the business side, I think.
1: Definitely. Definitely.
0: So Stephanie, we really appreciate you joining us on the Cultivating Success podcast today. Thank you for joining us. I feel like we've learned a ton about you and your business and really how you can help people. So I think if you could let everyone know how they can get in touch with you, that'd be great.
1: Of course. So you can learn more about me at menji.co. So that's M-E-N-J-I dot And if you'd like to check out some resources, uh, like um, a free guide, a few w- videos that I have up in my Facebook group, you can check out menji.co slash explore. And there you can sign up and um, check out my free
0: resources. Very cool. Stephanie, very nice to meet you. Continue to keep helping people through selling their art, marketing their art. And really kind of, I think everyone getting in touch more with their creative side. So have a great day, Stephanie. Thanks again.
1: Thank you.
2: This has been the Cultivating Success Podcast with Jeff Sofer and Jonathan Wolfson. To learn more about Jeff and Jonathan and their businesses, visit
0: www.naturesexperts.com.